The Feminist Coach Academy podcast is proudly supported by Perk Digital, podcast management and marketing for professionals and experts. For more information about how podcasts can help you build your career and business, visit perkdigital.com.au. Welcome to the Feminist Coach Academy podcast, where inclusive feminism, business, and coaching meet. This podcast is proudly brought to you by the co-founders of the Feminist Coach Academy, Naomi Arnold and Cameron Aaron. We are feminist life and biz coaches, both passionate about helping coaches, therapists, helping professionals, practitioners, and entrepreneurs integrate a feminist lens and perspective into their businesses, life, and client practice. On this podcast, we plan to help you do so. Now let's get started. Hello, welcome to the podcast. It is Cam here and I am with May again. Hey, May. Hi, Cam. Hi, everyone. So this is going to be kind of a juicy topic today and also one that we, you know, that has so many nuances and that we can't get into in one episode and that is a conversation to continue with over time, you know, just with all helping professionals and all of us as humans and, you know, related to certifications. But we wanted to come on and we wanted to share more about why we no longer have a certification program. If you are new to us, you may not know that we once did have a certification program. But if you're not new to us, then you do know that we used to offer a certification program. And now we don't offer that, but we do let students get a certificate of completion. And we've been finding that that's been working a lot better for our students and for Team FCA and all of us all around. <laughs> but when we were offering the certification, we did certify some folks and we are super, still super proud of them and the work that they did because the work to get certified was no joke. It was definitely robust and it was reviewed by the requirements were reviewed by us and by our advisory board. So it definitely was a very in-depth process that those that went through it, we still congratulate and are proud of. And they still get certain, they get certain benefits because of that. But, you know, since we've decided to shift away from offering certification, we've been offering a certificate of completion. And we've noticed that that's just working a lot better for folks in general. There's several reasons why we decided to drop certification. And some of those reasons are related to some of the isms, you know, like ableism and, and also just sort of like performativity and that kind of thing. But also it's related, you know, another reason is related to sustainability, which is also related to the isms. But, you know, us being sustainable in FCA, those 
who work for FCA and as well as our students as too. And we did find that a lot of students did struggle with certification. I mean, you do have to have a deadline when you have it. And a lot of students did struggle to get all of their requirements in by a deadline, even when we extended the deadline. And not just that, but just kind of, it was hard work. So yeah, we're finding that most people are happier now, although, you know, some people were disappointed and that's to be expected whenever you make changes. But yeah, let's see, where should we go from here, Nay? Yeah, there were so many reasons, wasn't there, that it's hard to, first of all, share them in a way that follows on nicely, but also that doesn't seem too simplistic and binary because it's very complex and I think that maybe we can start with the sustainability piece I mean that is what we mentioned in our emails when we made the announcement and even though I think in a follow-up email we then talked about how there was more to it than than that maybe that's a place to start since we did mention it so I think we realized didn't we that when we were in it after having done a few rounds that it wasn't sustainable for us and for students as you mentioned for us we realized just how much was involved in a certification which we knew before we went in but actually in practice as you're doing it we realized that it was a lot for a little team and we were already trying to do like all the things and deliver this great training and support students and we are really devoted to creating industry change and that's that's kind of our main motivation and we got so caught up in the certification piece and the time that it took to do that process that it was taking us off our mission a bit which well a lot and we were getting really burnt out and things had to change and it got to a point where we knew that it just, FCA wasn't going to continue. It wasn't going to be able to keep going if we kept taking the track that we were. And we realised for us that, that that needed to change. But we were also observing a, alongside that how much students were struggling with it too in general. So a lot of people signed up wanting to get certified. Like that was why they joined. They wanted this certification. They were passionate about what we were talking about and they aligned with the mission to create industry change. And yet when they were in and they realized how robust the training was and how much uh, work was required if they wanted to actually integrate what they were learning and to act on what they were learning and not just kind of passively watch videos, for example, they too realized it was very challenging (laughs) to get the certification. And I think that was a piece as well that played a big part in it for us in terms of sustainability because what we truly wanted was industry change and so we had to grapple with is it a certification that's going to change the industry or is it going to be reaching as many helping professionals as we can and kind of helping them be what Barbara J. Love calls liberation workers and supporting them and kind of doing this actual work and you know For some, it might be both, but for us, it reached a point where we realised we couldn't be doing both. And so our focus was to 
you know, stay on track with that mission and to support as many people as we can with doing this work. So, yeah, that's kind of what comes to mind for me when I'm thinking about the theme of sustainability that was coming through and inviting us to relook at this structure we'd set up for everybody. Yeah. Oh, that was well said. Yeah. And that kind of ties into accessibility as well, you know, and, and ableism and, you know, ableism teaches us to not be sustainable and to not take care of ourselves and to just go, go, go and grind, grind, grind. And, you know, we, we realized that we needed to make a change to take care of ourselves more and to allow our students to do the same because students have lives beyond this training and lots of things come up in your life that you know you expect or don't expect and that would take time away from actually putting in all of the you know doing all the work that's required to get certified so with accessibility too yeah like not everyone I just I think certifications in general aren't the most accessible thing you know for one the Sometimes they're too pricey or the requirements aren't aligned with different learning styles or yeah, like just not having the energy or being, yeah, not having the spoons to really complete all of what's um, required of you. Is there anything else you would add to that? I think the only thing I would add is similar to what you've already shared. It's just perhaps worded in a slightly different way and that is around how we realized that we were replicating hustle culture in many ways through the certification and through our having to keep it going but also through the students having to meet all of these criteria that we needed like if we were going to certify people we needed to make sure that they were doing the work and that they were taking on what they were learning and integrating it and were devoted to this work so it was you know it's an and thing we needed those (laughs) we needed to be able to meet those criteria and it was kind of promoting a hustle to get it done and we're totally anti-hustle culture and that was a realization as well I don't know correct me if I'm wrong but I don't know that anybody got their submission in by the original deadline. I think everyone had an extension. Is that correct? I could mm, be wrong. A couple people did. A couple people mm. did. So most people got extensions, sometimes more than once, and that was needed. <laughs> yes. And in terms of, you know, us, we were quite often checking in with people and yes, uh, supporting and that, them there. And yeah. Also having to kind of, we had to schedule with or let the advisory board know when they would be receiving these applications to review and obviously having to move that as as submissions moved. And it was just kind of this cycle of hustle that (laughs) wasn't cool. Yeah. So maybe if you, I don't know, maybe if you had a lot more resources in a bigger team and, and capital behind you, it could be more possible who knows right (laughs) yeah yeah and that kind of gets into a larger question of like how useful are certifications and are they the best way to measure you know someone's whatever experience skills learning Mm -hmm. actions and I think Mm -hmm. you know some 
ours was robust and and it definitely held you to a higher standard. So, you know, there was definitely someone that would go through that process would probably have a bit of a higher level of awareness because of, you know, how rigorous it was at the same time that doesn't guarantee that someone is going to show up aligned with what they've learned and we can't hold everybody accountable and you just you know you just don't know actions i think are more important in the end do you want to co-create a new industry standard for helping professionals and entrepreneurs like yourself where you are devoted to the praxis of inclusive feminism in your life, business, and client practice in order to truly serve yourself, your clients, and society in more nuanced, whole, liberating, and long-lasting ways? Then we invite you to join our Feminist Coach Theory Training. Go to feministcoachacademycourses.com to enroll today. We hope to see you in our community and co-create this vision together. But that isn't to say that all certifications are terrible or it shouldn't exist or anything like that. You know, both of us have had some kind of certification. And I think that, you know, I can think of one of my certifications was quite useful. The other one, not so much. Um, (laughs) And so, you know, it really depends. Absolutely. I'd hate for anyone to think that we're oversimplifying and saying that all certifications are bad. Yeah. (laughs) It's not the (laughs) message at all. And I think they're extra tricky in the type of work that we're doing. Um, Yes. You know, like they can, in some ways, some people could be motivated to get certification because they want to be like on our, we were going to have on our website, a profile of certified people. And that seemed to be a motivation for some people, which isn't good or bad either. I'm not saying that <laughs> otherwise we wouldn't have done it if we thought it was a, a bad thing, but it did for some people. And I should say not, but, and for some, that was the motivation. They wanted to be up on a website saying that they're certified and they're one of the good ones, you know, doing the work. And yeah, there's something uncomfortable about that as well. And um, we'd prefer the motivation is that you're <laughs> doing it because you want to do the work and that this is important. And and again, when we relook at our kind of recenter on our mission about wanting to create industry change and to really support helping professionals with integrating feminist and anti-oppressive perspectives and frameworks into their work it wasn't leaning towards a certification as being the appropriate tool for us to enable that to happen it's also complex and every time I I don't know about you Cam but every time I try to like communicate something around it it always feels uh, it just just doesn't feel as it articulated as I would like it to be because I guess it's not neat and it always raises more questions and there's so many ands here. It's not a binary that it's just complex. Yeah, absolutely. And I do understand the desire to want to have a certification to kind of show like, look, I've done this work, you know, and mm-hmm. look, I, I have, you know, for some people it's like, you want to show like, I'm, I'm, this matters to me. This is important. And so I went ahead and I got a certification because it's 
this work is important to me. Yeah. And we always have to keep in mind that, you know, and keep ourselves in check, like our actions aligning with our values and are they aligning with, you know, what we've learned and unlearned. And and that is ultimately more important than getting that certification. But yeah, we need to do that regardless of getting the certification or not too. So, and, you know, but we do offer a certificate of completion now because, you know, you do want something to show for what you, the, the course you've completed, right? And I completely understand wanting to show for that something to show. Um, but I think, you know, the certificate of completion, it's, you know, a lot less work to get and it will hopefully be be more supportive of folks in their lives and stuff. And, you know, just to clarify, like all of the folks we've certified so far all seem super genuine and in doing this work and we can see through their actions that they are aligned with you know, their beliefs, their feminist beliefs and values. So we are not singling anyone out or talking badly about anyone. And also we've had students who don't even have a certificate of completion, but they did watch all the classes and they took it all the material seriously and they put it into action in their business and in their client practice and with themselves personally. And they communicated their learnings with their audience and we saw it, you know, happen and, And that, it was like, that's a really wonderful example of like how you don't have to even get a certificate of completion to put this work into practice and to show up and be inclusive. Mm, Absolutely. So, yeah, I think ultimately it's, you know, committing to this work and whatever way you want to do that, but definitely through our actions, right? And how we show up. And also, we know some folks think that they need a piece of paper to signify that they're worthy or professional. And so those are some, you know, beliefs that that are worth examining and that can be tied to internalized oppression as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't think a, a piece of paper defines your worth or how you show up as a professional or how talented or skilled you are. Mm. Or how devoted you are to these values and this practice. Yeah. Yes. It's a good point. Yeah. Maybe we'll just end with sharing a little bit more about how you would get your certificate of completion in the training, just Mm -hmm. so you know how that works. And really it's just requires you to have watched all or listened to or read the transcripts of all of the classes. And then correct me if I'm wrong, (laughs) then you have to, you know, tell us, write a little something about, then this is all prompted in the membership site, you know, write a little something about what you've learned and, and the actions you're taking. Was there anything else? Yeah, I think that's it. So on each module, there's a little checklist on the bottom of the module and it asks you to tick off that you have watched the classes and you've downloaded the workbooks. And when you check those off and you get to the last module, the closing module, it will invite you to share some reflections and how you're integrating what you're learning and 
when you submit that, that's that's when you get your certificate and you'll also get some badges to say that you've got your certificate of completion that you can display on your website if you have a website and yippee, you've done the training. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so that you get a year to do from the time you enroll. And if you need more time, there's an option to purchase an extended access fee, which is at a much, much lower price than the training that you, you know, originally signed up for. But you, so if you can't complete it within a year and you want to, and you want more time, you can um, purchase the extended access fee and have more time to get your certificate of completion and watch the modules that you didn't get to. So we really hope that this is more, I mean, so far we've gotten a lot of positive feedback saying that this is a much, you know, this is more supportive for for most folks. And so, you know, we hope that this makes it kind of easier for you to to learn and, and show up for this work amidst all of the other things going on in your life. Mm. Yeah, it's been an especially like, challenging few years too so yes. <laughs> a lot of people have a lot less spoons than maybe what we're used to having so yeah exactly hopefully it helps balances both you know balance both those things with taking care of ourselves and doing this really important work and doing it in a way that's sustainable for us as kind of teachers people holding this container and also for you and for students who are doing this work as well yes yeah. absolutely well that's all we have for you and yeah we if you haven't taken the training then you're interested go to feministcoachacademycourses.com and you can learn more and you can enroll immediately and you'll um, immediately get the first module sent to your inbox and you can get started at your own pace and then maybe at the end get your certificate of completion if you so desire bye for now thank you for listening to today's episode please go to www.feministcoachacademy.com to learn more about our training, to grab our freebies. We have a number of freebies available for you and to learn more about who we are and to listen to more podcast episodes. Make sure you are subscribed to our podcast in iTunes or Spotify and that you're following us on social media at Feminist Coach Academy on Instagram and Facebook. And if you love our podcast, we would love it if you would rate and write us a review. That would be amazing. Thank you so much. Have a joyful rest of your day.